When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Showbiz, baby. We're in showbiz, baby. Um, that what, Phil, your mic was fucking grand for the seven minutes you spoke to me before we started this. And as soon as I start, you start volleying the mic around the room. Stop it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, viewers of all ages, welcome to Winners and Losers on the LFC Day Trippers. It's me, Gav, it's Pete, it's Phil, who's going to throw his mic around for the next 48 to 60 minutes and then tell me that he has a new mic, it's all sorted, I'll have it done next week. I just don't have the mixer, yeah, I just don't have the mixer. Yeah, where is the mixer? Uh, That's the issue, right? I don't don't know where the mixer is. If I did know where the mixer is, is it on the studio? It could be, but you've been in the studio. It's not really a studio anymore. No, it's like... um, a recycling center. It's like, yeah. An explosion of things. It's like everyone on the streets' possessions is being put into a room. You know the way they call it, uh, the internet of things? Mm-hmm. Well, that's like a shed of things. There's just, there's, there's no rhyme or reason. There's, it's everywhere. just a shed of things. But no yeah. one else will have an attempt to do any show in there at some stage, but everything's still in it. Yeah, um, sit on top of the boxes, the works. Yeah, just, and the drums yeah. and shit. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, this is Winners and Losers. Uh, you know how it works. We have some topics, and what we do is we talk about winners, we talk about losers, and we go through it. This week, though, I've put a time limit of 12 minutes on 12. each of the topics, which means we have four topics tonight, 48 minutes worth of chat, and then we might do a bit at the end where we just have random people asking random stuff. Laura anyway, Duffy be- says, does the mixer magically fix when Phil drops the mic? Laura, I've, look, my mic is, I've actually got a fantastic mic here. Yeah. Right? I do have a fantastic mic. I have it all set up. I just haven't had a chance yet to use it. Look, there's even there's a thing that will come in this way. It look very professional. The works. Yeah. 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 But um, it doesn't work. 
So why don't you use that to cradle the mic that you, that's broken? Because it does, doesn't work. Because it doesn't fit. This is a round mic, and this one is a square strange mic. square. Yeah, and it doesn't fit into the round Okay. Wind, shout, um, well, listen, um, we'll try to find you a mixer for next week because you're doing me fucking head in. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, yeah, winners and losers. 12 minutes per topic this week. Uh, as many, if you're, if you're in here and you're watching and you like what we do, hit the like button, subscribe, share it across all your social medias and stuff like that. But most of all, put comments in there because if we get our 12 minutes by multiplied by four is 48, that'll bring us to about 2253, 2254, which leaves us six minutes to talk about Phil is accreditation in the World Games and anything else that comes along, like what fucking crisps are you putting on the sandwich after we finish, stuff like that. So, um, where are we going to start? P, we would like to start with you, I think. Um, let me see. Let me get you Cerro P, right? So, let me see. So... Impressive. So okay, you ready? Okay, P. Relentless Liverpool. You want to talk about that, right? Okay. So when your marks get set, go. Just think of, to be honest with you, with regards to winners and losers. Again, you know they can only people always hammer me. Oh, it's Liverpool. This Liverpool. That. But in fairness, in fairness, in fairness. I mean, Jurgen Klopp made the made the comment the other day. You probably picked up on it that there's a reason why nobody's done the quadruple. The reason why, because you know it's virtually impossible, and it's I think it's made impossible by the fact that the Premier League, the Football Association, certainly in England, don't facilitate the possibility for any club to to fight on all uh, on all fronts. I mean, I've only got Spain, where I've been living for eight or nine years, as a reference. The minute anyone goes any kind of distance in Europe all bets are off. It's like you, you can't play against them. They just get isolated and put to one side. You know, they, they never play um, certainly two games a week, let alone three. I just think, you know, the fact that he doesn't spend any time complaining about it. Okay. He makes his comments. He, he made the comments about five substitutes and, and, a, and a year later or two years later, as it were, the, the, the powers of B decide, oh yeah, that that is a good idea after all and we will implement it. You know, he's generally right in his approach when it comes to that. Um so for me, there can only be one winner in terms of uh in, ter- in terms of my winners for this week. To be still, what are we now? The the eighth, ninth of May, whatever wherever we are, to be still having a solid conversation about attacking four competitions on all fronts at this stage of the season certainly is unheard of. Certainly unheard of, and that's why the winner, my winner of the week, is Jorgen Klopp and his mighty Reds Liverpool Football Club. Is 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 it because is your main thing on this is because you feel like they're not getting any help the way say Villarreal did with not playing the weekend before the first leg? Yeah, yeah. Go to any go to any other country in Europe. I mean, the priority is you know to to boost their international reputation and to make sure that they go as and. Bring bring home some pride to that particular country, and you know the Brits tend to look at it in a diff- different way. It's almost like, nah, if it's not us, and we're not interested in it. I don't know what it is, but they're just not interested in helping their own. I mean, we can have a conversation about the, Chris- the lack of a Christmas break. Me personally, I'd be gutted if there was no football at Christmas. But common sense would dictate that there really should be a Christmas break, and then. You know, I know that they will counter argue that, but you know, there could have been two English clubs in the in the Champions League final yet again. But most of the other British clubs, bar Liverpool and Rangers, have fallen at the final hurdle. And to be honest with you, there's reasons for that. There's reasons for that. You know, but I just think I'm being selfish here on behalf of Liverpool. The fact that you know 
I'm not saying it's it won't happen. I, I I've said before on this show that I think Liverpool are on a different level. And they've had to be because you don't get the help as you to answer your question. You don't get the help, Gav. The the FA or the Premier League won't sit down with the club and say, "Okay, you could win. You could. This could be. We could have a, a club in this country that's arguably the greatest, have the greatest season that football has ever seen. So let's try and facilitate that. You know. So it's you're doing it despite everybody, to be honest. Phil Liverpool draw at the weekend. Um, they've been on a brilliant run. Um, back God knows how long. Um. Do you see them as a loser this weekend because they, they haven't won a game, or do you see where Pete's coming from in the case of, despite what playing games every three days for you know it just seems forever, um, Liverpool, despite the league probably being difficult, they're still in all these competitions. Have a league game tomorrow. Have an FA Cup final Saturday. Have a league game next. I want to say Tuesday, Wednesday against Southampton, and then the final league game on the Sunday, followed by the Champions League. So it's not letting up. Um, where do you stand on this? Um, well, I think Pete's talking nonsense this time around, right? Because oh. they aren't, they can't be winners. Of the Huge week. shout with seven fifty-five left on the clock. Right. It's 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 pure nonsense. It's pure rose-tinted glasses in terms of what's there. Because basically, look, the league is unlikely to come our way as a result of the result where we played a average sports team in a home match in Anfield, and. And for whatever reason, basically, that you did, you did what we did with crosses. They drowned themselves in crosses. I just drowned and, himself with tea. Sorry. Yeah. And instead of trying something different, and this is the, the clock can't do anything about this. This is what the players get into on the pitch, and and sometimes you've, I've seen teams do. I've even seen City do. They get into this thing where they think, yeah, I get this cross will work, and they just keep doing it over and over again. And we saw it in, in Liverpool's bad run last year when we were struggling. We were lashing crosses in a million times a match, right? And nothing was happening over. And if you look at the Diaz goal, it's, it's the only, it's probably one of the few chances in the second half where we don't try to lash a cross in, right? And it's just a deflected shot that goes in the net. Um, so, in in that way, we probably, I, I think there was, a, I think Spores obviously had a, had a, a game plan that they felt they could deal with crosses and just force us into situations where crossing seemed the most likely outcome for what for the positions that they were in the pitch. Um, so yeah, so it's not that I'm and I'm, I'm not slagging off Liverpool because I'm, I'm not, um, but I, I can't give it relentless Liverpool. I can't give it that because I do I do agree in some instances that the the league is strange in terms of the way the fixture list is. But look, it's you know the, why would the league set it up for a team to win the quadruple? Why why should it? Why would the league change the game the rules or the laws to do it? Now, if you were to ask me, do you think it's right to have a quarter to eight kickoff on a Saturday evening? Right, after a Champions League match, I think it's ridiculous. I think it should be if you play Champions League on Tuesday or Wednesday, you should be playing on the Sunday. It's the same as if you played Europa League, you should play on the Monday, if you know what I mean, right? <coughs> yeah. Um, and then whatever happens the following week happens the following week. But you know, we're talking about at the same time we went, we started Sunday morning on top of the league. Heads were falling off all over the shop because we were on top of the league, regardless of what way you looked at it, right? Um, and so I just to me that Liverpool were nothing this week. They're probably the emptiers of the week because they neither won nor lost. Nothing's nothing's being lost and nothing's being gained, but it feels like nothing can be achieved in the league as a result of that that fixture. Okay. Um hmm. and it's it's now not, we no longer control any part of our destiny and it's very hard to put any type of pressure on Manchester City. So as I said, we neither won nor lost. It was just a week um where we had a normal result. 
because that team doesn't do hasn't been doing normal results for the best part of five months now at this stage. They dropped four points since January the second. Two to Manchester City and two to Tottenham. So as I said, it's neither winners nor losers. That's why I just don't believe it's it's, it's the relentless part of Yeah, I think I think it's just the the relentless part is probably the fact that the, the fixtures are relentless. You know, yeah. um, I think that's probably more where people's coming from. It's that I don't think it's a case of Liverpool are completely relentless. They have been. Um, the relentlessness kind of stopped on Saturday night. With regards to helping leagues out and stuff like that, Spain do it where they don't. If you get into a semi final, they don't play. Let they basically call off your game before the first leg. Now they do play before the second leg, but they basically say, right, give them a week to get themselves sorted for this Champions League and then they'll have the three games in 10 days or whatever it might be or eight days, I think it is. Um, But not four. But not four, yeah. Um, But, you know, I kind of agree with you, Phil. Um, The Premier League aren't known for helping teams out. You know, and and this is going right back. This is probably going back to really early Premier League days. I remember Manchester United playing four games in eight, nine days, I think, mm. um, in one Premier League season. I think it was around, I don't think it was 99. I think it might have been a bit earlier than that. And it was the first time I've ever kind of come across going, what's going on here? They were literally had four games in nine days. Um, but the Premier League aren't known for it. They, they just stick to what they're doing. And you see, there's so many, for me, there's so many big hitting shareholders in the Premier League you know like and no, as much as they work together they don't like each other getting anything out of it so if Liverpool were to say um, we're playing on Villarreal on Tuesday or Wednesday night and it's turned around and said look we're putting Spurs back to Sunday because of this or you know sh- sure as hell City will kick up a fuss um, regardless of whether they go out or not against Real Madrid Arsenal will kick up a fuss Spurs will kick up a fuss because they're ready to go and play Arsenal are up against Spurs in the league United will do it just because why not you know the sort of way so uh, there's too many big voices for it to be uh, something that will work there's just, but there should it. be an overriding factor Gav I, I, I know that but you see all, every overriding factor in the Premier League has to be voted on and, and to get anything through in the Premier League you need 14 clubs to agree you've seen it with the five subs you've seen it with um um, other other issues around where you need to get fourteen clubs. That five rule, five sub rule was was thrown away last season. Um, no, it didn't happen. As has happened this season because other teams have changed their mind. But overall, if you're expecting anything from the Premier League, like I'll put it to you this way: the Premier League are, are investigating Manchester City for about three years now and have not said a fucking word on it. Right. So if you're expecting um, the Premier League to do something as small as helping out teams that are in European semi-finals, i.e. Liverpool, Man City and West Ham. They didn't do a tap to help any of them. West Ham played on Thursday night and they came out and played um, Sunday, Norwich. 2 o'clock. Yeah, so no help to West Ham. Fuck them. You know the sort of way. All they care is about their brand and that's all that really matters. Anything else on it before we move on? No, for, for me, I'll stick to my guns as I do. I, I take both your points on and I, I think the point that you're using to, to shut it down Your is guns have no bullets, Peter. Your guns have no bullets. By virtue of the fact that, that the Premier League does nothing to help Liverpool, it doesn't make Liverpool any less winners in the fact that they face the fixtures. To be honest, you'd still walk away from that game. This I know sports had a massive chance at the end, but you still walk away from the game. And this is the, the sign of, of being a winner. Disappointed not to take three points after. If you looked at those fixtures... On paper, certainly the last ten games, you'd go, "How on earth are the club got, is the team going to get through these fixtures in any way, shape, or form?" Now you're kind of looking at going, disappointed not to win all those games. 
you know, for me, that's a sign that not only are we, I mean, we can talk about individual signings and happenstances, but I just think it's, you know, I've said it before, I just think Liverpool are on a different level to most other teams. You know, obviously Liverpool and Manchester United are, or Manchester City are on a different level. But I really think just even again, Liverpool have that extra. And I do fancy with the injuries that that City are coming across, certainly over the last couple of, I think Pep has lost his reason. And we'll talk about it in the losers. Um, later on, but Pep, Pep is losing his reason for because he knows what's going he on. In this, the background. He said this a few weeks yeah. back. You were pointing out that we're the best club in, in the world. This was before Christmas, and we ended up twelve. We are. For, City. We are. But we ended up twelve we points are. behind City. We didn't have to win every game ever, ever since the history of football to get to a point where we were one point behind City. And now you're saying that you're going to fall over in the last three games, and we're going to win. Yeah, you yeah, are, we're going to win this. You are nuts. nuts. We're going to win this. Game. We're going to no. win this. Ben. We're going to win. Um, but, but I will say I won't give up on the league title until it's um, I'm not saying give up on the league title I, and I certainly am advocating that we need to win our last three games just win them right that's mm. all you do job done there's mm. no relentless for Liverpool there was no winners or, win- or losers this week with Liverpool it was just it was it just existed it just was there spoiled spoiled yeah we're in showbiz baby Right, that's the 12 minutes done. Um, Dan Austin says, Phil Buster, a new game of all, for all the family to fall out with each other at Christmas. Could be a board game idea there, Phil, I'm being honest with you. Um, but, you know, look, I don't know what, where, do you know what we do? The league, Pete, you're adamant on this. I am, I'm a, I'm a bit like that. I won't give up until it's mathematically um, impossible. Why you would still you? Believe, you still believe Liverpool can, will win this? Who, me? Yeah, I do. I do. I just think, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's a reason why that guy is losing his head and he sees seeing things. I mean, listen, he is a top-class coach. He knows his own oh. side and he's panicking. I think I think he's looking at West Ham and he's looking at Wolves saying, I don't fancy going there. Whatever about Villa, but I think he's looking at those two. And fixtures that he doesn't have a great history in, by the way, I fancy. I fancy Gav, West Gav Ham. Roll into Pete's losers since we've started to talk about them. Okay, Pete. Um, Pete's losers was what was your losers, Keith? Or Pete? Well, I, I said all of the all of the rivals that are. I mean, to be honest with you, for me, I mean, where do you start? Start with Everton having to invent things like. Okay, know, so we, we roll into Pete's losers then, right? Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's start with let's start with Everton. You know, having to invent things to to discredit what's going on at Anfield, like yeah, performance enhancement drugs and. Uh, I mean, I see, I see, especially on, in the online platform, I see more drawings, uh, more artists, and people writing songs about fictitious events, things that have never happened about Liverpool. Um, you know, you see fans turning up doing their usual, the sports fans on Saturday night singing about unemployment. The more, the more, it's it's almost like they have to read Lord of the Rings to invent things about Liverpool. To be quite honest with you, um, Manchester. I mean, I don't even count Manchester United fans. I mean, it's it's more more now these days. I feel sorry for them. To be quite honest, and to top it all off, for me, Pep Guardiola absolutely doing a Kevin Keegan. I mean, if this was a few years ago, and he was a a few million uh, poorer, you'd be talking about what Pep Guardiola did in the same terms as what Kevin Keegan did against Manchester United. He's he was all nice when they had their their eight, nine, ten point, eleven point gap even more. Now to go on a rant like that to actually get social media style rant and talk about the fact that we've only done one Premier League, I mean, shows me 
he's down there with the Gallagher's, to be honest, in terms of being an app. He's absolutely not just rent free, but he's gone. His head's gone. And if his head's gone, and he's and he's not don't tell me he's doing the Jose Mourinho on it, he's taking the pressure on the players. He's reflecting the pressure that is on his players. I think to be honest, if the Champions League tipped them over the edge because the pressure on them to win that after a billion euro spent is absolutely massive. And Liverpool, I'm gonna give you the example. Liverpool torn up uh, over the last few years to the FA Cup toured round, kind of make a mockery of it, you know, get get knocked out here and there. The four seasons that Liverpool decide, Klopp decides, I think I fancy this, he lands in the final, to be quite. Now, that, if, if I'm a rival fan, any rival fan, that's winding me up. Liverpool are on the wind-up this year, on the absolute wind-up, and it's just you see heads falling off all over the place. I mean, the only thing that's going against us, Gavin, in my view, is you look at the Newcastle game on Saturday night or Sunday, Manchester City. Newcastle turned up against Liverpool. It was like a cup final for them. They really turned up and rolled over. The thing that goes in City's favour is I don't think anybody holds them in any esteem or they're just not important to anyone. So they kind of slip results in through the back door and that goes against us. Now, I'm not saying they're not a great side, but the difference between the Newcastle that turned up at Anfield and the Newcastle that turned up you know, at their place, was this practically the same eleven? It's just that it's an attitude thing. That's the only thing that goes against them. I mean, nobody cares, and I think Pep is starting to feel it. The press are talking about it here as well. It's like he bought into something that he thought was going to make him a legend, and he's realizing that not only, you know, are are people stacked against the spending of the money and some of the, you know, the sources of the money. But they actually, it's the ambivalence, I think, that's getting to him. People don't care. And I think the guy realises that he might actually be wasting his, not his time or his career, because he's going to be hugely, and he is being hugely rewarded for it. But I think someone like Pep Guardiola, who was a fantastic player and is a fantastic coach, I think he's sitting there thinking to himself, Jesus, Klopp only has to turn up to a, a press conference and start laughing, and everyone thinks he's the great. He only has to sign a contract, and everyone thinks he's God's gift. You know, and tomorrow, by the way, I'm going to spend another 75 million euros on a centre forward who, you know, everybody's been talking about. So the pressure is coming on again. I just think that, you know, Jorgen Klopp, by virtue of just turning up and doing what he's done, has made everybody's just put everybody in their place. I just think they're just, their heads are falling off. I think, I think Pep has lost it. I think he's completely lost it. I think that rant, if it was any other club, you'd be going, He's not long for that club. He's gone. He's come. It's a Kevin Keegan land, and people aren't seeing it. I think um, I said on the show last night. I was quite amused by it because he's he's asked. I think I think he's asked something along the lines of, um, "Are you delighted with the reaction um, after the game during the week?" And he starts talking about Liverpool, you know, mm. and um, his head is completely fried, in my opinion, with regards to the Champions League. I'm not too sure about the league. Because someone said, uh, John says there, he starts throwing barbs at Liverpool and he's fairly confident he's won the league. He never does it in the middle of a tight race. He's that dude who punches a guy when he's not looking. Um, mm. But I think I think there is element of truth what you're saying with regards to Klopp because Klopp today is is asked about uh, Pep Guardiola's comments and he's li- literally roared and laughing in a, in, a, in a press conference. This is a day after or two days after maybe the league title is gone, and he's roaring and laughing about it, thinking that this is fucking madness. Like, um, you're, you're going on about rival excuses. I, I said this as well last night. I think the whole idea of Man City saving football is um, multifaceted. I think I think clubs that have state backing, 
um, you know, or previously had, you know, backing from Russia. Uh, can't understand why Liverpool are there. We have all this money. Why, why are Liverpool there? And clubs that are run like Liverpool um, can't understand why Liverpool are there either. And don't want them there because basically Manchester City are there, as I said last night, they're an insurance policy. They're getting out of jail, a free card where they can turn around and go, well, how can we compete? Look what Man City are doing. And now you, you have to pull it up and go, Liverpool are doing it. Why can't you? And that's why I think Liverpool... Um, they're saving people from Liverpool and there is a hint of there is an element of for me where oh Liverpool fans are unbearable all football fans are unbearable they're all fucking unbearable all of them especially when they're winning if you're telling me that Manchester United fans weren't unbearable from 1992 right through to 2012 there's something seriously wrong with you all football fans are unbearable but I think the easiest way out for most clubs in this league is for Man City to win stuff because that's what's expected and it masks what other clubs should be trying to do when you look at Liverpool and they're not doing it. Phil, um, rival excuses, where do you stand? We've been there. We used every excuse under the sun until we got somebody who was a, a, a generational manager. City don't have a generational manager. I had a row with Charlie about two years ago over this. <clears throat> Gavin, I think, was on the pod as well. Um, and I was told I was, I was mad about that Pep is the greatest coach of all time and I said he wasn't and I stand by I stand by everything I said I think I think he's a very good coach I think he he um has a specific style of football he wants his teams to play it's changed not too much but it has had had style changes across the years from his time from Barca through Bayern and, and now to Manchester City but all he is is a guy who gets the, the expected number of points out of, out of the squad that he has that's all he is. He's no better than Mancini. He's no better than than Pellegrini when they were at City. And all he is, he's basically a guy who gets them playing in a certain style and a manner. And that's what it is. Um, as far as the comments go, look, I, I, again, everyone has spent the time picking, looking at the comments and him looking for some... He, for He's looking for his flowers. He's looking for his plaudits for winning three leagues. Is that what back. it is, Phil? Is that yeah. what it is? Because he's very selective in what he says. He, he selects Liverpool's entire history for the mm-hmm. European record and chooses the last 30 years for the league record. Now, if he, if, if he wants to put them on a par, he should turn around and really say they have a tremendous record um, yeah. of 19 league titles and they have a tremendous record of six European Cups. If he wants to put it to 30 years, we've only won two, two European Cups against one league. So you can call one magnificent and one not good at all. So he's very selective, isn't he, in the way he's done it? And that, I think, is the bit that made me think, when you're being selective like that, it means your head is fucking fried, Phil. And on and top of that, saying, uh, top of that Phil, point. sorry, one sec, Pete, on top of yeah. that, Phil. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He's not getting what he expected to get. He, he, he expects to be lauded as this god of football and be, you know, brought football into a new era, a new way of, a new way of doing things. And people are literally looking going, mate. What? You bought it all. You bought it all. Exactly. Can I just say, yeah. sorry, Pete, just, just on it. Go ahead. And, and this is to me like, 
park the rival excuses. Park the, uh, like everyone. Par- uh, I remember when we were struggling <clears throat> and we couldn't figure out how we couldn't break top four or challenge for league titles. And occasionally we do it once every now and then. And we thought everything was great and that we we're going to be challenging next. So all those teams are pretty relevant. Uh, even Chelsea are just a, a joke shop of a team regardless of what happens at the FA Cup final. But when I look at it, I say to myself, what is it? What, what's what's behind this feeling? And, and again, it comes back to teams are talking about emulating what Klopp has done at Liverpool and the Liverpool way and the Liverpool method that got them mm. to the top. Nobody's talking about let's emulate the style of Manchester City. Let's em- emulate the playing style of Manchester City. So I don't think his head is fried. I think he generally, mm. genuinely believed his own press when he was at Barca and this was the future of football and this is how all the great teams should play with the ticky-tacky passing and, and intrinsic things. And in terms of what he did at Bayern Munich, it was the, he added verticality and it was the next phase of the Pep Guardiola piece. What Guardiola didn't realise is that by never having a challenge, by always looking to ways to cheat his way to success, right? And and and, and I'll be pointed about this because he goes to Italy and he, he's done for Nandrolone. And he still to this yeah. day claims he didn't cheat that he produced it naturally, even though he, his body can't produce the levels of Nandrolone that were in the body. That and he was sentenced for it, Phil. He was sentenced for it. But, this, but coming back to it, right? Going to a club in, in Barcelona, we were talking about what Spain do, but Spain really have only two teams with Barcelona and Real Madrid. The rest of the teams are pretty much. Um, uh, on a par of irrelevance to what's going on. Those two, two teams are so far financially ahead of everything else. Bayern Munich is in the exact same position. Bayern Munich is the only team in Germany. You may as well, you can go to Paris Saint-Germain and it'll be the exact same thing. There won't be a team that can match him in the league in terms of what's there. So he he's never taken on a challenge. He's gone to Manchester City where already there was a league winning side in place. Already they had won league titles. He has achieved nothing. And I'll stand by this gap. He has achieved absolutely nothing. 90 second warning. Go on, keep going. Yeah, nothing with Manchester City outside of what he was expected to achieve with the money and the squad he already had in its place, right? They haven't got better, totally they haven't true. got worse. They're the exact same as they were when he came in. And if he was to leave tomorrow, they'd be in the exact same position they were when he came in, right? It, it, to me, that's 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 the issue here. This is not about him being annoyed at Liverpool. This is him being annoyed, and, and I think everyone has read this wrong. It's not about him having slate in Liverpool. He was just using the Liverpool thing as an example because in his head he's going, "Why are they getting the plaudits when I'm doing this amazing job at Manchester City when we play well, and this is the team football this, and semi-finals yeah. of the Champions League is success because he's trying yeah. to in his head believe that where he's gotten to them is another step on the ladder to where they weren't, but it's not. Yeah. They're exactly there. Okay, 34 yeah, and, seconds. And, go, and, and, and this is the thing, Phil, when you have to reduce yourself to social media style garbs, which is what he's done, and that social media style reducing, you know, as Gav says, taking snippets of time that suit yourself, that tells me that his head is completely gone. It's gone that he's, he's now playing to the gantry, saying, well, people are saying, and he's looking for, it's almost like cruising for likes. He's no better than, you know, some of the, some of the idiots out there who cruise for likes. For me, he's gone. You know, and that, I think that's what uh, Jurgen Klopp was underlying with his laughter in the press conference, to be honest. We're in showbiz, baby. Done, done. I'm really enjoying this. I'm really fucking enjoying this. I have to be honest with you. Um, okay, um, we've covered Pete's two topics. Phil, what would you like to cover next? Uh, who am I going? Who will I go? <laughs> you had, you had. Um, I, I'm so annoyed. I was so annoyed yesterday. I was just so annoyed, right? What were you annoyed you know, about? So I can get up on screen and get it ready for you. 
Absolutely, absolutely everything start with the losers right because this is because I'm, I'm, people being thrown flowers at me in the comments is going to ruin it now so go on throw, throw it up there because okay. of all the things that annoyed me people are giving it about pep and people are now giving out about everything else this annoyed me more than anything else and i think maybe it's because i am sort of away from social media and the whole interactions and stuff that's going on but my <laughs> god my god right the range of so-called LFC fans that exist on social media that started coming out of the woodwork. It was like the Michael Jackson video when the when the zombies started appearing out of the graves, right? The hands were coming out and everything. Fuck me. It was horrific. Absolutely horrific. Like, these fellas just appeared from nowhere. And it wasn't just, it was just every, that Robertson's crap. Your man Salah is brutal. <laughs> Hasn't played football. Where, in 10 where years. did you see this, Phil? All over Twitter, man. It was just ah, disgusting. Well, there, that's your issue. <laughs> but it's not just it no not real just, people are saying it. But listen to me, listen to me, right? They've been sitting there waiting for a moment. We're talking about a team, as I said, has only dropped four points since Christmas in the league, right? Mm-hmm. Sitting there waiting for this, you can see them. I'd say they had those uh, those um, uh, tweets and posts queued. You know the way in your drafts, you're just sitting there waiting, right? So it didn't matter what was going to go on. They had them sitting there waiting. Klopp hasn't a clear. What's he doing with those subs? Why did he take, why'd he take that off? Why did he put Kato on? Why is he putting Kato on? Why? Put on Divock Origi. There's people giving out that he didn't put Divock Origi on, right? People giving out that he didn't put Divock Origi on. The same people about four months ago would have been giving out had he put Divock Origi on. It's the exact same people. You, you look at, I'm, not, I'm not mentioning names, but everyone knows in the chat who they are. Right, they were the people that were there beforehand. The, P- uh, the correlation. I, was, I, was, I actually ha- drew it today, and then I've lost it. I had this Venn diagram of four circles. Right, there's the Henderson is crap brigade. Right, <laughs> there's, there's make you up stats mean things brigade. Right, and you start bringing them all together, and they all if you in in the center, they're all the people that came popped out at, at, on on uh, on Saturday. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's like the complete absence of sense as to what's going on. Like our run-in, if you look at our run-in and City's run-in, had a greater propensity for us to drop points because we had more teams in the top, top half of the table to play as we came up. And this was always, and Gavoy said it to you about three or four weeks ago, this was my biggest worry as we went into this run-in, right? I thought there was more, we had more banana skins to get through than City had, right? And I really felt that we needed to beat City to give us a two-point cushion that if we did drop a point, we would st- there would still be pressure on you. You only level, if you know what I mean, to, to what was there. But these fellas, I, 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 and it's been a while, and it, it just reminded me of why I've stopped being on social media. I got annoyed, right? I got annoyed, and I was looking at, and I was looking at the phone, and I was getting more annoyed, and I was like, "This is why I don't do this anymore." And the ridiculousness, why are they doing that? Yeah, because because do you know what? They're going to go on afterwards and say, "Do you know, do you know what?" Tom, um, I love Nabby 056 is bang on there. Bang on. Could somebody get a message out to Trent? Tom has just said that he should stop crossing the ball. He doesn't know how to cross the ball, right? This is the fellow who's the best number of assists and deliveries in the league, right? The, oh. And then, fucking rubbish that's been spouted about the midfield. Like, they, they, they were... Before the game, the same people before the game, that's the midfield. That's the best midfield we have. Best midfield in the world. Best midfield ever that you've ever seen in the history of ever, right? Within six minutes, 
That midfield's awful. That midfield should never play again together, ever, ever. They're just terrible. They're lethargic, right? Not once, not once across their mind. These are fellas, we played what? We played in every, we're going to play in every single game we possibly could play in this season, right? We're not, there's, there's not a single game that we couldn't have played in, right? And these lunatics are wondering why this team looks a bit slow and lethargic off it. <laughs> lunatics. I wonder why. At some point, like the people are saying, Salah, crap. Ever since this contract thing blew up, he's crap. It's not. <laughs> Ever since he went to the African Nations Cup, he's played. He's played 60 games already. He's played nearly <laughs> two seasons worth of football in less than a season. And they're wondering yeah. why he's... And at the same time, this this is what we're talking about. He's now down to scoring one and three and has, an, has, has, has more or less on a par with assists that he had before the season started. Like, Disaster. It's off the charts mental. <laughs> off the charts mental. I, to be honest with you, just a bit of advice. <laughs> if you're on Twitter and you see people that spend a week posting Liverpool stuff about how great the club is and then spend match day a bare an hour before kickoff spend match day giving out fuck before the game kicks off and then listing players that we should buy on 75 mm-hmm. and we're not winning block them mute them take them away out of your life right because it's not worth it there's so many good people on social media on Twitter I have more laugh on Twitter about non-football stuff than football stuff just random stuff that you talk about. Me and Keith were having a lovely talk about um, Carlos Valderrama's football boots in around 1993. They were Reebok, they were black, they were luminous green, they were fantastic, right? <laughs> and that stuff, that's what social media is for, to be social, right? What you see from people on social media is, it's definitely a FIFA generation thing. There's no doubt about it, right? Um, but I'm not going to go into that. It's definitely a, 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 um, a FIFA generation thing. But if you're looking, if you're looking, if you're looking for reactions on Twitter, and you're seeing that sort of reaction, you're not talking to someone that's going to a probably converse with you, and b will converse with you to a point where they will talk about the game. There's so many people out there that all you hear from them is madness. You don't hear football stuff from them. It's just madness. So, Phil, I would give you a bit of advice and I would say to you to just hit the block button or hit the mute button and move on. You know what I mean? Um, but, Liverpool, but, Liverpool, but, you're right. Liverpool, you're right, are playing lots of games. Um, there's a Man City fan in the chat having a lovely, lovely time. Um, mm-hmm. Fair play to him. Um, or her. I don't know who it is. But, uh, yeah, um, I, I can't even read the name because it's a bit weird. But Liverpool are playing loads of games. You will, at some stage, come up against teams that are well-drilled and look to defend against you at all costs. Some of them can do it. Some of them can't. On Saturday, one of them done it really, really well. And Liverpool were probably 5% off it. And what happened? That mix or that perfect storm of something gets you a draw. Not a defeat, a draw. So <clears throat> when it comes of people like coming out of the woodwork and giving out, you know, I seen someone the other day telling Twitter that, Basically, after Liverpool qualify for the Champions League final, how much Liverpool should have to spend in the summer? You know, and I'm going to go on. Maybe we're all locked. We're all drunk. We're all in cans. We've got fucking Paris stalled the, the lot. And you're talking about net spend in the summer. Would you ever ask me bollocks, right? It's the only way I can put it. And But the thing is, Phil, I will say to you, on social media, you have control as to who you see. I don't know one actual real life human being 
that has come near me, and I speak to loads of them, right? Liverpool, um, Chelsea, Arsenal, United fans, loads of them. I haven't had one real person come near me and say, well, you know, well, I'll fucking tell you, like, um, you know, they need to sign him, him, and him in the summer. You know? I do. I've met them. Where? So I did all those live gigs with you. You remember? Yeah, this? I know, but where do you meet they them? They were to? there. They were there. We had people threatening to throw chips at people and everything. Like, seriously. <laughs> Phil, like, Phil, the- Phil, on Saturday, we played a game. It's now Monday night. I've spoken to loads of people about this game. Yeah. And not one real person has said to me, um, well, my big takeout with this is that we should sign this, this, and this. And if it is your take, if you're a real human and that's your take, you need to evaluate what's going on. You should be just yeah. looking going, let's win on Tuesday. Let's go and win the FA Cup final. Let's beat Southampton. Let's beat Wolves. And let's go to Paris and try beat Madrid. And at the end of it all, we can absolutely sit down and chat about it. I have to give Pete the last couple of minutes. No, just, just before Pete starts, because just my, honestly, right, I, I have a solution to this. And I, I'm if Elon Musk, if you're watching tonight, here's what it is, right? What I want you to do is I want you to create upvotes and downvotes on this Twitter feed, Jordan matches, right? And if somebody okay. gets some, if somebody gets a billion T down votes for a stupid opinion, right? They're blocked from posting Jordan match day, right? So basically, Gav, you can't post. So if you've got Nabi says in 80, 60, 40, 30, right? And you mm-hmm. post whatever it is. And Jordan mm-hmm. match day, if, if you post nonsense that people keep downvoting because it's a, it's a crap opinion, right? The algorithm goes, Nabi says in 80, 40, 67, you can no longer tweet Jordan Liverpool matches. Wouldn't that be brilliant? You're right? You're out. You're you, can't, you can't post anything. I think that's fair. Nonsense. I, th- I think, to be honest with you, the only takeaway, I, I was talking to Shani about this um, before, I think, the quarter final. When Liverpool are really in, in great momentum, and let's face it, most of the time this season they have been, and then people start talking about transfers, I'm like, oh, stop. Like, I can't, I, I just, my only wish is let's keep what we have together. That'd be great. A couple of the young lads coming through. The other thing, I mean, the thing I always take away from the from the Henderson thing is I can't understand, and Gav, you mentioned earlier, I can never understand the FIFA generation, not understanding things like the influence that I'm... But, but, but it's, it's not about understanding, Pete. That's just the way things, the world has gone. It's just it's, bizarre. It's not I these mean, kids' fault. Uh, but you remember, Gab, remember we played Atalanta, I think, over there, and there was no fans there. Yeah. And it's the best example I've ever seen. If you ever just what, listen, you don't even have to watch, listen to the things he's saying to each and every player. It's just, if you yeah, don't but, understand but, the value but, but, of it. Pete, we're running out of time here, but, but the thing mm. is, these these youngsters aren't interested in mm. all of that. They're, 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 and football. Sean, Phil, football. Loads of people have said it. They follow yeah. players now. They follow yeah, players yeah. and they follow trends. And you go on FIFA and it's like team of the week, player of the week, fucking John Barnes, 95 card. And I'm like, John Barnes is fucking 55 years old. What the fuck's he yeah, doing on FIFA? But that's what yeah. it's all about now. It's all about um, it's all about the fact that they follow players and they follow trends. It's not about looking. Listen, let's be honest about it. I'm pissing against the wind coming on here every night and talking about Liverpool in a certain way and expecting loads and loads of people to listen. Yeah. I am I would be better off coming on here, swinging a scarf around my head and fucking singing Fernando Morientes songs. The, uh, genuinely, right? I know I'm pissing against the wind, but I enjoy it, right? Who doesn't enjoy a good piss when out in the wind? I don't know many people that don't, okay? But this is what you're up against. So you have to actually... To stay ha- down, well, you never know. It depends. Is it warm out? I don't fucking know. But what I'm saying is, right, 
you, when you when you can actually align yourself with what's going on in the world and what you're playing against, it's fine. It's absolutely fucking fine. Do you know can what I mean? One ten second comment, right? If you're on banging on about transfers at this moment in time, right? Transfers only ten exist. seconds left. By the way. Transfers only exist when we're shit. There's no point in talking about transfers at this moment in time because they're deadly. So get over yourself and stop worrying about Bill. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on. We're in showbiz, baby. Baby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're down to our last. We're down to our last. Um, I'm going to find... if if do, Let me know if people like the Eamon Dunphy stuff because I can't find more because um, Shawnee has become obsessed with Eamon Dunphy over the last like, 72 hours in particular. I just keep talking about it. won't like it, but he's morphing into me because like, if you go back 10 years to when we started the pod, I was basically the Dunphy and I modeled my style on Dunphy and just, you just get just get cantankerous. It's not even... You don't have to model yourself on it. You just, just basically have to get cantankerous as you get older. Anyone, anyone, that, anyone that doesn't know Eamon Dunphy, right? <laughs> Sean, you put a brilliant clip the other day, right? So before we go to our last thing, I have to tell you this. So they're talking about um, air friend Terry Venables, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's oh, Bill O'Hearney. Bill O'Hearney sitting there, right, with a glass of water, half kind of up off the desk because he wants to take a drink, but he has to talk, right? <laughs> John Giles is sitting there. Uh, Sue Ness is sitting there. And of course, Sue Ness loved RTE because he thought it was just berserk, right? Because they all come on drunk and Sue Ness is like, I'll have a bit of that. But John Giles is trying to go on about Terry Venables and he says well look anyone I've spoken to in the game you know has has managed to be coached with Terry Venables says that he's a really good guy once he concentrates on it and Dumpy goes what do you mean where's he gonna when's he gonna concentrate when's he gonna concentrate he said I'll tell you he said he got that Leeds job and he didn't turn up for the first game because he was doing a show for the BBC at the fucking flower show or something right or a travel show right and he goes so it went on and John said try to say something and he goes eh, but, but hold on John but every time he interrupts he keeps saying sorry John <laughs> and at the end of it, he goes sorry John go on but John Jones is fucking human <laughs> right? uh, he's, he's so good he's so fucking good it is by far and away the best football coverage you will ever see was RTE with Giles Dunphy never be touched and at a tour never, soon as never ever be absolutely touched. brilliant Dunphy was phenomenal phenomenal Graham Soonis' face when he starts settling in looking at them going who did you, you manage Eamon I managed to be a, I'm, <laughs> I managed to be alive for 63 years here Graham <laughs> baby nah Tom Bowen says <laughs> Tom Bowen says to put a clock on my rambling that might have to happen is that Tom is Tom Bowling the man that's offered us um, money if there's a hole in one on the golf day? Um, I think he is, yeah. But come here. Do you remember he came into the studio locked during one of the World Cups as well? He came yeah. straight from Lily's into the studio. Mm. And they had to apologise the next day. But, but wasn't that another one where he... Um, he tired and emotional. He, he didn't know I was he tired was, and emotional. He didn't know he was on, he was on live. He just kept going. Um, and he was quite lucky that what he said was just a bit like, I think he was coursing and stuff like that. Of course. Um, but, uh, we apologise yeah. apologize for Eamon's behaviour last week. It was fucking Poor amazing. Here. Um, right. What, losers to finish off. No, winners to finish off. Is that right? Winners, yeah. My winners this week is for um, the, the anyone champion mediocrity. The way people have gone on about Spurs managing to eke out a draw by basically playing the Everton style with um, a horse up front and actually one decent player um, is we amazing. Lost 5-0 home, didn't we? Did we not lose five nil at home against Spurs? But the, but, this is, but it's not it's not just the Spurs. Thing. Spurs is an interesting one but because they're a London based club to get this this pro thing. Yeah, you, you, you also get the you know the the champion and Frank Lampard manages to win the match and he's he's doing a great job now. At Everton, I think what's he won three games since he took over. 
Everton. Do you know what I mean? Like, listen, Phil. Sorry, no, I know, I know, before, before you go, before you go, Phil. listen to me. I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I'm only starting. Don't don't cut me yeah, off. Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard. The Everton fans are yeah, saying, Mr. says, Don't cut me off when I'm starting. I'm just sorry, starting. Sorry, go ahead. Right? You can go and talk Everton, about Frank Lampard. Lampard when you're finished. But at this moment <laughs> in time, I'm here to explain where champion mediocrity is the winners of the week because this week, the whole weekend, was based on the amazing ability of teams to be shit and get away with it. And that's basically it, right? So Spurs are shit. They were they were saying Conte got his tactics absolutely bang on. I he don't think con- Spurs were shit, though. Ah, Gav, they were nothing, though. They were nothing. They got a two-all draw against us in December when we had nine players out with COVID, right? They've come to Anfield and they basically sat in and tried to play in the counter-attack. They didn't do anything amazing, right? What Conte did was a classic Italian job where you just sit in and hope for your best that you don't give games away. We should. We had enough chances. Those headers that, from Van Dijk, should one of those goes in and changes the complex of the game. We get the fourth goal, the whole game, the complex changes because they have to come out of it. The one thing I will say, Spurs' one piece of quality is is, 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 is Son. He's just, he's, he's like Harry Kane gets all the plaudits, but Son is a different, different level to every other player they have, right? But it's, it's an overall team. You look at Arsenal, Arteta gets a new contract to whatever it is, right? And, and this is not to have a go with the Arsenal fans or Arsenal as such. They are actually doing quite well for what they have been compared to what it was like. And then you look at, the, like, you know, you've basically packed it. And I'm, when I tell you they've packed it in, I've never seen a team at that level throw in the towel. Like it, it reminded me of the Stoke game, and I still can't figure out how they've played 27 matches. It's like they've asked the league, can they play a few games, just get them out of the way with so they can get the season over. It's like, I'm amazed at this. They've got one match left, and the rest of us have three or four games that's going on. But it's okay, because something's coming along the line. And you look at all this, and you look at what's going on, and there's, there's no true recognition for brilliant performances in the league this year. Like West Ham, there's a genuine case to be made that West Ham's performance this year across both the Europa League and the league itself is the, the best performance of a team outside of the top six teams, right? And and better. I think West Ham have been brilliant this season. Sorry, Gav, but better than Arsenal, United, Spurs and Chelsea for achieving what they've achieved in comparison to what those guys, those other teams have spent. And I know it's so hard to break that top four, to break the top six, because of the amount of money those teams are spending. But to do what they've done with David Moyes as their manager is a far, far greater impressive feat than what you've seen at a sports, where they went and spent a load of money and they got Conte in, recognised one of the best managers in, in, in Europe at this moment in time. And sports have managed to go nowhere. They're basically in the same place they've been. United gone nowhere. They sacked Solskjaer. They may as well have kept them because their performances would have ranked ranked the exact same, potentially even better than what they've done at the moment. But they've gone nowhere. Arsenal. Arsenal have gotten top four by default because the rest of the teams are so bad around them. So, And that's where I come back to this idea that the press is champion mediocrity. You look at Chelsea. Chelsea's wheels fell off not before the Abramovich and the Russia situation happened. It had fallen off after Christmas. If you go back to what the press was saying at November, Chelsea were going to win the league. They were they were so better than everybody else. Like honestly, this is this what what the the coverage of the Tottenham result against ours was hailed as some type of victory against the top two sides. When in reality it was a draw, and Liverpool still went top of the league that night. And I was there going, this is insane. This is absolutely insane. If 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 they think that this is the way of bringing forward the game and bringing more teams to a part where it is, then they've gone mad because it's it's it's, it's as I said, it's champion mediocrity. As I said, you look at the bottom end of the table, it's still the same shite they're going on about down there. It'd be interesting if 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 Conte walks 
and goes to a bigger job, which I, I probably think he will because he's not going to hang around at, at, at the It'll be interesting to see what Potter does if he goes from Brighton to, to Spurs because I think the guy looks a decent manager. Of all the English managers, he looks the one to have a bit more intelligence about him. He's he's he. Do you know what he is? And the best way I can describe Potter because again, Brighton is another is, is another one that they should be championing because of what he's done. And Brentford, Brentford haven't been in trouble all season long despite spending. They had it. They had a bit of a period around January, February. You thought they were falling like a stone, and then they came really good. Christian Eriksen was a big part of that, I think, as well. But there's, there's, there's the ones. That, they're the stories. They're the, they're the brilliant outside of Liverpool in terms of what we've done across the course of the league and being able to challenge the city. Outside of those are the three teams that the story of this league outside of the the top end of the table is. That's what they are, right? They, they, honest to God, it's it's it just I just look at it and go. Yeah, yeah, fantastic! You got a draw, isn't that brilliant? You know, you manage, you manage not to tw- not to get top four, and you manage to do nothing. Well, so I think on, I think on sports, I think on sports, sports are probably looking at it thinking, take a point. They know Arsenal will probably beat Leeds. They'd be f- the four points off Arsenal. They're probably looking and saying to themselves, rightly or wrongly, put it all down to the London derby. Get it back. To, they're not running there we get it to one point I think Spurs finish up with Burnley at home Norwich away Arsenal finish with Newcastle away Everton at home now I think Newcastle I think I think regardless of the not running there I think Arsenal could win both those games but Arsenal aren't known for working well under pressure I will say that and that could be a tactic of Spurs I don't know what people expected from Spurs because the only thing I would say about it is the players that they have and the way people go on about these players, and quite rightly, Harry Kane's a brilliant goal scorer. Son is probably the one most under one of the most underrated players on the planet, right? Kulisevsky has come in and has done really well, and they've an option to buy on him. I don't know if it depends on Champions League qualification. I could be right, I could be wrong on that. I don't know. But, right. the, but the players they have, you would expect them to be a bit more expansive and a little bit more brave, you know, the sort of way. I think... When it came to the weekend, Liverpool have played a lot of games. There's always going to be someone where the tempo's not really, not not quite right. I think that's what happened with Liverpool at the weekend. But you have to give Spurs some credit where they go. <laughs> I give Spurs credit on one hand, but I'd kind of ask a question on the other, and I think that's quite fair. I'd give them, I'd give them credit to the point where you go, they've come in, they've come into this game, they've made sure they haven't lost it. That's the first thing they want to do. They've been defensively solid. They've been quite good on the break. That's fine. But the other question I'd ask is, mate. He's a he's a like have loads of time to prepare for this. You know Liverpool are coming off a, a semi final, right? On a heavy enough pitch, and in, in Villarreal during the week, we're playing on Saturday night, and go for it a bit more. But you're not going to get that because Conte is what Conte is. I agree with you. I don't I don't know what happens with Conte at sports. Like you know, I've seen people saying, "Oh, Klopp, um, this Klopp that," because he met, he answered how sports played at the weekend. This is. Th- Antonio Conte's had about three meltdowns this season, publicly, in front of cameras, where he's literally told the club, like, I'm out of here. I've had enough of this <laughs> shit. Do you know what I mean? And But don't get me wrong. Do I see anything wrong with it? No. He's just being passionate. But what happens is people go, oh, he's fucking this, he's that, whatever. Right? I I don't think... Um, I, I I don't think sports are good when you're asked them to take the initiative. That's just me watching them this season. I don't think they are. With regards to Arsenal, I think it's huge for them to get top four. And I think they have progressed if they get top four because they've actually progressed. You've seen them in 56 and out of Europe in times um, in the league. I think they've progressed. Man United are an absolute shit show. And the longer it goes on, the better. And um, just for that Ten Hag um, song that they have, I hope they never win another football match ever again. Um, Chelsea, for me are literally 
keeping their powder dry for the FA Cup final. I think they're just going to stutter their way to the end of the season, get in top four. They don't give a fuck if it's sort of fourth now at this stage, and they'd be done. And FA Cup final, what it's all about. And it leaves Liverpool and Manchester City. Um, I agree with John West Ham. I think West Ham have done brilliantly because there's so much made of Europa League football, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. And I think overall they've handled it absolutely brilliantly, especially when you look at the likes of United squad. Um, and to a point, sports squad, where, and Arsenal, where, well, Arsenal weren't in Europe, I don't think. You got, you got dragged into, you got dragged into the wrong, wrong thing of getting at. The getting at here wasn't at Spurs. It wasn't at the teams, right? Yeah. What I'm I'm, yeah, but, um, but you went through all the teams. So I'm trying to tell you what these teams are about. It's the perception that these people, that these teams have achieved anything by having one. But that's what I'm just explaining. Average result that kids But Arsenal, Arsenal will achieve something. Dick. West Ham definitely have. City, like you said earlier, are on par. Liverpool, mm-hmm. are they overachieving? No, I don't think so. I think Liverpool are that good. Um, and I think City should be up there and contesting European Cup finals with them and FA Cup finals with them. They met in the semi final. It's cool. P, what do you make of this? Everton, to be honest with you, you know, it's 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 just amazing. I mean, you want to talk about, you know, where people are. I mean, I grew up with Phil, fearing Everton. Now we're showing our ages now, lads. You know, when Liverpool were going for something, yeah, when Liverpool were going for something, inevitably Everton were probably the ones standing in your way. To be quite honest, so that's how far back. We all go. But for me, you know, I'm watching Everton supporters and Everton themselves celebrating. Phil, Phil makes a point earlier on celebrating med- mediocrity, celebrating singing Frank Lampard's name. Frank Lampard and celebrating the fact that he's just gotten scraped them out of the, the, the bottom three places so far. But he's the one that dragged them into it. I mean, it's, it's incredible that uh, it, within one generation that a club can actually forget who they are. It's incredible for me. It's incredible that a bunch of fans can actually... I mean, their whole weekend comprises of how did Liverpool do and what, what drugs are Liverpool players taking now? And you know, uh, by the way, uh, we have a bunch of away fans who can make noise and have found blue flares. It's incredible. I, I can't believe... The depth, I can't believe the depths that Everton Football Club have actually fallen to. I mean, if they went down and if they go down, because they still could, but if they went down, I, I'm one of those w- weird ones. I would miss the derby, miss the occasion, all that. But I tell you, wouldn't miss their football because it's been non-existent for the best part of 25, 30 years. Uh, don't miss how horrible some of the fans can be about us. Um, and they actually would deserve it. I mean, they've spent more money probably than anyone down, down in and around there and almost as much money as Arsenal and Manchester City it's it's incredible I've never I don't know if there's a, a football club in, in the world that has wasted more money uh, and has fallen from quite the perch that they've fallen that, from they come, didn't that, want to blame that'll come everybody past the summer because if they do go down it's oblivion if they stay up it'll be interesting to see how they rearrange themselves because they're posting 100 million losses per season and the FA and the Premier League although have not torn the blind eye, but are watching it. Um, if they stay up, I think they're going to come down heavy on them very quickly and say, you better sort this because we're not putting up with another year of it. Matt asks, why haven't Spurs achieved something, picking up eight points and staying unbeaten against the two best teams in the world? Um, I don't think that's going to wash. If you go up to your wafer and ask them for a place in the Champions League, I don't think they're going to give it to you off the back of that, Matt. Um, you might have got it in the European Super League, though. But, but, but the thing is, like, <laughs> Spurs, to progress, need to go back, need to get in the top four. That's simple as that. They just need to get in, Spores in, in blue Gav. Spores were close under Pochettino. I think I think they're still in with a chance. I, I I'm actually and like I actually think that that fucking North London derby is going to be insane. 
um, later yeah. this week. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, will we do five more minutes on any stuff? Because I want to talk to Phil about his um, media accreditation. Because um, he's, he's really up for it. And he sent me a tweet as well. We're in showbiz, baby. So can, we not get the, the can we not get the Dunphy soundboy? I'll tell you, Ben. I'll tell you who he is. I'll tell you. Oh, he's the fella that ran away with the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get it, yeah. The young one. Get it. I can absolutely get it. Um, oh, dear, I'm ashamed. Tonight, Bill. Tonight, Bill. I've had enough, Bill. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to be Irish. And he kind of didn't throw the pen across the thing. And I'll tell you, unless there's the Burns and Bears going on, he absolutely did throw the pen across. Because I remember sitting there watching the Egypt after everything, and he lost the plot and launched that pen across the, uh, across the table. The terrible game of football. Yeah. Um, look, I really enjoyed that. Putting the time on it where we just have to get our words out and do stuff and get it out of the way. Bang on 11 o'clock we are. We're bang on 11 o'clock. It's which is though. absolutely brilliant. Phil, have you any... Um, have you got any mad stuff this week? Any stuff you've seen? Have you seen the Everton fan... Doing the um the Everton version of the Liverpool song about Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, it's that's, fucking outstanding, isn't it? It's all levels are wrong. And if you it's want to know where it is, the I can't put a link in. Is the weird girl with the red hair? No, no, she no. Weird. She's just mental. She's great. I love her. But um, <laughs> but no, this is basically. I I can't put a link. You can't put a link in um in the chat. But if you if you subscribe to this channel, hit the community page. You can sign up to our Telegram app. It's being posted in the Telegram app. It's a tweet. I'm sure someone could put it in the comments afterwards. I don't know. But it's basically this fella. He just has his phone facing down, and he basically says, um, "Look, I'm sick of all the, these Reds having all these songs. So let's get this going on Wednesday." And he's like, uh, <laughs> Lampard says to me, you know, we, uh, we keep us in the Premier League and he has too many words and everything. But he, he doesn't, <laughs> on the second sentence, he doesn't know whether to say Frank or Lampard. So he just says Flampard. And it's the most <laughs> amazing thing ever. And I found this at about, um, about half 12 last night. Um, it, uh, it was fucking, it was, it's outstanding. Go and check that out. Um, so that's my tip for the week. Go and check it out. Oh, I have to Sensational. Yeah. So, anything before we go, boys? One of the most amazing things I came across, I, I was actually today, was a retriever doodle. Right, I knew about a labradoodle, but a retriever doodle, Gav, it's a cross between a golden retriever and a poodle, right? Make and it make it, sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. It doesn't make it, sense. It's like a dog you'd imagine in a cartoon. It was. I have to say now, it was the most beautiful <laughs> dog I've seen in such a long time. It was, it was, it was we saw that dog the Lampard. <laughs> Call it the flam part because it had hair that came down. And the whole yeah, actually, I'll tell you what, and it's not sport, but it should be a sport. Can somebody explain to me why young lads in their early 20s have decided that they don't want to have any locks on the side of their head anymore? Because it's actually, it's upset me. I was, I was down sea what swimming. What do you mean? Last, I was down sea swimming last night and I seen all these young lads. And just, do you know the side of your hair? See, see yeah. here, like yeah. the, the natural man part, where your, like where your hair comes around and says, like, this is my this is my Lego hair and this is where it sticks onto the side of the head. Yeah. But they're all shaving them off up to here, like. And I'm thinking, what? That looks like something out of one flew over like the Johnny Newmonic. Yeah. Like a bad senior so I was thinking maybe it was just my imagination. And no, I, I think thinking, you've really shown your age tonight because Twitter has really upset you because people like that are probably about 14 are um, posting stuff about Liverpool. And now 
you're down swimming in the sea and shouting at kids because their hair is oh going man. too high. Oh it's man, amazing. Go to clouds. It's yeah. wonderful. Do you know? Who, do you, you know? Oh, do you know who you're going to turn into? Do you know Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino? That's what you're going to turn into, aren't you? But it'd be like a four. It'd be a Mark II escort in the garden, and you'd be just okay. look. I, I get they're trying to grow these mullet things, and they're even getting the mullet horribly wrong. Like if, if like as a as a child of the eighties and, and early nineties, like a, a mullet was 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 specific in terms of what it was. But they're walking around with these, you know, um, COVID lockdown haircuts, right? I don't know if it's Emma Cavanagh says they're walking I, around brushing their hair in public. Yeah, like there's there's all sorts of weirdness that's going on, but this locks thing is really freaking me out. It's just like when you walk around, Gav, it looks it honestly looks like somebody's they've been let out for the day. Brand the cheese, we've hit loads of we've hit loads of middle aged men here. He says, Brand the cheese says it's more upsetting that young lads walk around with one hand down their trousers and shouting yup yup in every sentence. So it's like a fucking neighborhood watch meeting. This is now party in the brickers, party in the brickers. Right. Pete, anything else before we go? No, just, you know, maybe, maybe it is age. You know, you can't look at living That look, it just looks stupid to me. You know, I was, it was in Malaga last week for a walk and, you know, right, yeah. For a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go down when I'm not there, yeah. What's the story with you? Yeah. <laughs> you wait you go fucking home. And it's true that they're doing stupid, stupid things, stupid things. But it's just age. I guess that's they, they think that looks good now. And But who's the reference? When we were young, Phil, we knew who the references were. Do you know what I mean? Like John Barnes was my hero. Do you know what I mean? Morrissey or Elvis was yours, whatever. But you knew who the reference was. Elvis. Fucking who, Elvis. Who's the reference? Who's the just reference? see Phil yeah, going down the barbers and dream the going, just give me the edge. Just show, just show him a picture of Elvis going, same as that fella, please. Yeah, I want me locks to hear, lads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not like these lunatics with their no locks. I want me locks to hear. I used to have me locks to hear. I'll dig out a picture where I actually did have me locks to hear. I've seen, I've seen a former passport photo of you and it's fucking horrendous. <laughs> it's horrendous. Long hair, locks. It's When social media didn't exist and you could do whatever the hell hey, you want. No, no, Laura Duffy no, wants Laura Duffy wants us to petition to have a haircut competition at the World Games. See now, but we have to, it's, Laura. Just on the World Games, right? It can't be just have a haircut competition. It has, has to be. It has, has to be, like, be something. Yeah, that layer yeah. of difficulty. Yeah, that, you're cutting it with a hedge trimmer, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like you have to do. It's it's a skateboarding haircut. Where the two people start off on skateboards. <laughs> like so, it's like so, it's like a drive-by haircut. They're going by with the skateboard. Yeah. They cut a bit and they go up the ramp and come back towards you. So it's like a yeah, drive-by yeah. jousting slash yeah, haircut. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll sort this war games out. No bother. Press accreditation. I'm, I'm just waiting and confirmation. I sent over my ID and everything, right? And then uh, I realise I've no tickets and uh, like airline tickets. So if anyone wants to sponsor me to go to the war games, yeah. uh, they know, they can contact Gav. And uh, no, you can't. No, yeah. no, I'm not uh, taking all correspondence from bleeding lunatics that want to pay uh, to give you four quid towards a fucking flight. Fuck off. Ideally, uh, the who's a Delta flying to Atlanta? Delta, great I'm airline. Happy. Yeah, I need, I need to get Is it the, Atlanta to go into. To go into Atlanta, yeah, and I need Atlanta, to get to yeah. Georgia in, in Alabama because no, Birmingham, oh, Jesus, not Georgia, Georgia's a different state. I need to get to yeah. Birmingham in Alabama, and then yeah. I'm going to Neil's uncle's house to stay with him for the, the couple of weeks. But all I need is if, if somebody can hook me up with flights, mm-hmm. um, then yeah, I'll be a roving reporter on the ground. I'll even go out and do a bit of social report, like a Louis Theroux, except me on a right? bike. Um, You've done that before. <laughs> on a bike, on a bike. I did the roving report on the bike around town for the for the. Uh, well, I did look. I'm talking about roving reporting. Really I looked up some. I, I looked up some um, equipment that would enable me and others to go out and 
basically do these shows anywhere we can. And I said to Phil, check that out. A week later, he still fucking hasn't come back and, and told me about it. So fuck him and his flights. Make them pay for himself. So that's it. <laughs> Um, I was walking on the new football in the world. Uh, the, the oh, we have to. I, have to, I forgot to ask Sean and Keith. Can we call a football in the world? No, I, I must have, I'll write that down as well. It wasn't. It wasn't. Tom Bo- it wasn't. It was not. It yeah, was yeah. not Tom Bowling that offered money for the hole in one. Um, I can't remember because I, I actually sent it to Keith and Sean and said I need to do something on that, and then I forgot about it. So I went. Tom Nabby Kate Bowling six eight three four five seven. Season. Well, I'll tell you something. Um, if any, sorry, by the way, if anyone's there and they want to donate to Failicon, um, the link is in the description. You can do it there. If you want to sponsor one of the two remaining golf holes um, that are available for sponsorship, 100 euro each, contact us on our email, lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com. I think P should go off now to Spain, some company that he works for, and say, listen, give us 100 euro. This is very important because he's one prick I haven't fucking got onto about it. Um, so I'm, getting, I'm doing it now live and I'm shaming him into it. But there's two holes left, 100 euros each, if you want to do that. If you want to, Donate the link is in the description. If you can't donate, that's absolutely fine. Fire it across Actually, all your Gav, socials and if, stuff like that. And if if everyone wants wants to get me to uh, Birmingham, Alabama for the War mm-hmm. Games, they need to put money into Failicon. They need whatever money you want to give me to get tickets for the. We can take it out of Failicon and give it to you then, though. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just doing one. Do you know what oh, I mean? Right, yeah. You know, and then been there. Well, get. Do you know what? I'll get a green screen and I'll pretend I'm in Birmingham in front of the War Games. I'll, I'll lash it up behind me. I know how to walk the green. I screen would. Thing. No, you see if. Birmingham, Alabama, fair enough, but I would love nothing more than to see, I'd actually pay for it, to see you go to the War Games if it was in Florida, right? And just beside, like, a trailer park. Because I genuinely believe that Philip Casey's calling in life is to move alone to Florida, right? Because I know he's loads of kids, but to move, because, but this is brilliant. Move alone to Florida, live in a trailer park, right? No, doesn't have to walk. He's just enough money to get by every week. He's, he's comfortable and literally wander the streets and just comment on fucking everyone and, and everything going on in America. I think it would be absolutely fucking insane and brilliant. So there you go. Who's gonna Who's gonna pay his bail? That's all I'd say. No, look, I just think he suits Florida, staying in a trailer park, living alone, and just being able to. Because in America, well, you can say what you want. I think Phil is get, absolutely if nailed get, for if it. You get, if we get him a, an interview at Ron DeSantis, he'd be deported within a week. But it would be—I would pay to watch you, Phil, have a one-to-one with Ron DeSantis. Anybody familiar with Florida politics, American politics, will know why. Will know why, Phil, one-to-one with Ron DeSantis. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> he's a mad Republican. A mad Republican. Anyone that knows. Anyway, well, listen. But not like, not like a good Republican, like in the Irish sense. It's like no, no. Oh, no, no, don't go there. Jesus, not after the voting over the week. Not a John McCain, not a John subject. McCain Republican. Um, <laughs> hit the like button on your way out. Two hundred and three hundred watching earlier. One hundred and fifteen likes. Three don't like it. Tell us why in the comments after. As I said, big boys, we can take it. That has been the winners and losers. Tomorrow we will have full time Reds at ten p.m. Midweek fix on Wednesday. Uh, night off on Thursday because um, I've other stuff to do. And um, Friday we have Sports Unplugged. Saturday we have Full Time Reds after the FA Cup final. And Sunday we have the Fat Back Four. As I yes, said, Fayla Con link is in the description. Isn't? What? The FA Cup final is this weekend. Yeah, are you watching it? Of course you won't. Mm. Right. won't. Okay. I actually won't. I know you won't. Um, I'll struggle actually. I'm at a communion or a christen, one of them. What, fucking what, things. what, what time is actually, it on? It's the worst thing to come out of. Um, it's the worst thing to come out of this COVID thing that 
people are having christenings and communions. Mm. It was great during the cold. Just went down, poured water over the kid's head, came back and went, yeah, he's christened. You know what I mean? Um, back to the football. Gave, gave a kid a fucking bit of batch bread and said he was he made his communion, all that sort of stuff. And now we have to go and do stuff, stuff again. Right, that's definitely it. Winners and losers, over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.